everyone. My name is Lou, and welcome to my podcast called Anatomy Follows Physiology. Um, today, we've uh, finished up the uh, bones. We covered bone physiology and bone structure. Now we're going to be discussing joints. Um, so joints are uh, where bones interact uh, whenever they meet. Uh, another name for joints is called articulations. Um and, you know, kind of wrapping up what we, the last two chapters or the last few units that we covered about bones, you know, they provide strength and support and protection, but also they, they need us to move. Um, and the way that we facilitate the body's movements is with joints. Um, movements can only occur at joints because the bones of the skeleton are inflexible. <laughs> they don't bend, or at least they shouldn't. Um, so each joint reflects a compromise between the need for strength and stability versus the need for mobility. And the characteristic structure of a joint determines the type and amount of movement that may take place. And um, with joints, we'll consider joints that range from relatively immobile, uh, but very strong joints like invertebral joints to those that are high, highly mobile but are relatively weak joints, like the shoulder joint. So joints are categorized according to their structure or range of motion. We say that they have two main classification schemes, structural or functional. Um, the structural, of course, is the anatomy of the joint. Um, and the functional uh, scheme is really the range of motion of a joint. So using the structural scheme, we have... Uh, we classify joints as fibrous, cartilaginous, bony, or synovial. In the functional scheme, we kind of break it down into three main classifications. There's synarthrosis or synarthrotic joints. Those are immovable joints. Um, a synarthrotic joint can be fibrous or cartilaginous, um, depending on the type of connection formed between the two bones in the joint. Um, over time, though, these synarthrotic joints, um, well, the bones, the two bones may fuse together, forming a bony joint. Um, then you have amphiarthrosis or amphiarthrotic joints. These are slightly movable joints, um, and they're either fibrous or cartilaginous, um, depending on the type of connection between the opposing bones. And then we have uh, freely movable joints, or also known as Disarthrotic joints or synovial joints, more commonly known as. Um, and dearthrosis uh, uh, is subdivided functionally according to their planes of movement. So we're going to get into that more in a second. And uh, synovial joints, dearthrotic joints, are the most common joint in the body. And they are also the type of joint that most people are familiar with. So, um, Starting with the synarthrosis, uh, those synarthrotic joints, uh, there are several different types of synarthrosis. Um, really quick, one quick tip, the way I remember the three different types of joints overall, like the three major types of joints, is sad. <laughs> I know sometimes studying can make us sad, but uh, one fun way to kind of remember it or easier way is that kind of the mnemonic is sad, so you have synarthrotic, amphiarthrotic, and diarthrotic joints. Um, but diarthrotic joints are more commonly known as synovial. 
So getting back into the different types of synarthrotic joints, there is suture uh, joints. Um, it's uh, found only between the, bo uh, the bones of the skull. There's gumphosis, uh, which is uh, binds the teeth to the bony sockets in the maxilla of the, of the mandible. Um, there's synchondrosis, um, which is the cartilage between uh, two articulating bones, such as the sternum and the ribs. And there's syntosis, which is a totally rigid, immovable joint created when two bones fuse and the boundary between them disappears. So it's, it's actually a bony type of joint. Uh, next we have amphiarthrosis, um, I'm sorry, amphiarthrosis, uh, which is little movement. Um, and there's two types. There's syndesmosis. Uh, bones are connected by a ligament. Um, one example is the distal joint between the tibia and the fibula. fibula. And symphysis, um, in which the articulating bones are connected by a wedge or pad of fibrocartilage which we might see between the two pubic bones. Um, that's an example. Um, and then last but not least, the main one is the synovial dearthrosis, free movement. It moves around, these types of joints move around very freely. There's three main planes of movement for diarthrotic, aka synovial joints. Um, the first is moniaxial which is movement in one plane, such as the elbow or the ankle. They only move in one plane, um, an anatomical plane, that is. There's biaxial movement in two planes, for example, the ribs and the wrist. And lastly, there's triaxial or multiaxial, which means movement in three planes or three or more planes. And that's the shoulders and the hip. So... Yes, synovial joints, they provide a wide range of motion than the other two, the synarthrotic and the uh, amphiarthrotic joints. Um, and they're typically located at the ends of long bones, such as those of the upper and lower limbs. Um, and just to summarize, synarthrotic and amphiarthrotic joints are found largely in the axial skeletal system. Um, whereas diarthrotic or synovial joints predominate the appendicular skeletal system, which makes sense because we're made for movement and we move our limbs, our arms, our legs. That's what helps us move. So that's where we want to have most of the freely moving synovial joints. And that pretty much sums up a quick introduction into joints. In the next podcast, we're going to discuss uh, a little deeper into synovial joints. Thank you so much.